Hey everybody, it's Glenn Gerhauser here from Church on the Park and Holy Fire Ministry Training School. And today I wanna to talk to you about how to live by grace. How can you live by grace? And I'm here in the center of Brisbane City in Holy Fire Ministry Training School. There's some singing going on in the background in the mall. That's not from me. <laughs> but uh, I'm going to share about grace and five things everyone should know about grace. If you're going to be a good parent, it's going to be by grace. If you're going to be a good leader, you're going to need to know grace. If you're going to be a good brother and sister in Christ, it's going to only be possible by grace. Grace is the only way you can be fruitful and successful. So let's get into this. Paul said, but by the grace of God, I am what I am. And his grace toward me did not prove in vain but I lab labored even more than all of them. Yet not I, but the grace of God with me. That's 1 Corinthians 15, 10. I am what I am by the grace that God has given me. But by the grace of God, I am what I am. Paul had a great revelation of grace. That's because before he was a believer in Jesus, he was persecuting Christians. He thought he was righteous because he was keeping all of the law, but he missed the Father's heart and he, he sentenced Christians to death and persecuted them. But then Jesus met him, knocked him in the dust, revealed grace to him, saved him, delivered him from himself and his own righteousness, and then gave him, Jesus gave Paul his own righteousness, a gift. And so Paul knew that grace. And I want to start off by saying point one is you are saved by grace. You are saved by grace. Paul makes that clear in Ephesians chapter 2 that we are saved by grace and not by works. It's a gift of God. So what is grace? Grace is undeserved favor and help from God. Grace is where God stretches down his hand, extends his hand, and pulls us up off the ground and then teaches us to walk. Grace enables us. Grace empowers us. Grace is God's kindness and forgiveness, uh, but also his strengthening of us. And so we are saved by grace. And the second thing that I want to share with you is that God's very nature is grace. God's very nature is gr grace. And we see that God reveals to Moses that he is compassionate and grace gracious. Yahweh, Yahweh God, compassionate and gracious, slow to anger, abounding in loving kindness and truth. Well, when did God say that to Moses? He said that to Moses just after the Israelites broke all the commands and Moses came down the mountain, saw them partying around the golden, golden calf. God just told them not to make any idols. Then the first thing they do when Moses goes away is make an idol and say, this is our God. 
And Moses comes down the mountain. He is upset. He breaks the commands. He uh, smashes them to the ground. And he is angry. He's burning with anger. And then Moses goes, spend some more time with God. And God says, I'm compassionate and gracious. Rachum vechanun. Compassionate. These are, the, in Hebrew, it's, it's the guttural words. Rachum vechanun. Guttural words. It's coming deep from within God. God is compassionate. He feels for us. He sees us. He experiences our pain. But he does more than that. He's gracious. He helps us. He comes into our pain and helps us and brings us out. And so then uh, Moses is going to then do the Ten Commandments again, bring them again to the people, and God is going to be gracious and still be in a covenant relationship with, evil, with Israel, even though they were evil and they were sinning, but he's still in a covenant relationship with Israel. And even though we so fall short of God's glory, God is gracious to us. He's a God of grace. The third thing I want to share about grace is that you need to experience God's grace in order to express that grace to others. Now here's the thing. When you experience God's grace, uh, you're usually happy about it. But when you see someone else experience God's grace, it's very easy to get upset and angry. You say, you know, I suffered more than they did. I worked harder than they did. They didn't deserve that. And the older brother was like this with the father and the prodigal son story. Why should the prodigal son be celebrated? Why? What's, why would that happen? Why would the father do that? And so the older brother's angry. He leaves the house. He says, uh, I've been slaving for you. I've been doing everything right. And this son who has wasted your inheritance, he's being showed this great favor. Why is that? So here's the thing. We don't necessarily want other people to experience grace. We can get upset, but we need to experience God's grace and then let that grace flow through us to everyone. Grace toward our children. Grace toward our fellow brothers and sisters. Grace toward our leaders. Grace toward the people we lead. Constant, continual grace needs to flow through our lives if we are going to be like God who is compassionate and gracious. And then the fourth thing is the law is good, but grace is better. In James chapter 2, it says that mercy triumphs over judgment. The law is good, but grace is better. And grace actually lifts us up so that we can keep the standards of God. We can keep the standards of the law. But because we are sinful, we'll often break the law, but God's gracious. He forgives us, but he forgives us with a purpose to get us up again. And the last fifth point is that grace is the only way you can grow and be fruitful. It's the only way. So let grace be your daily bread. Let grace be your daily drink. Drink in continually the grace of God. Look to Him for forgiveness and just f operate in grace toward everyone. This is God's will for each one of us.
I'm going to pray for you. I pray for each one to be able to show grace and experience grace in your precious name. Amen. Guys, uh, Bible school's coming up again. This is the card that Anna made. Is your faith stormproof? A foundations unit starting the 2nd of August, 2021. We're going to be starting at Genesis. So it's a fresh three-year cycle going from Genesis to Revelation. And this semester is going to focus on Genesis all the way to Deuteronomy. And it's going to be a great time. I'll be sharing Hebrew insights and it's going to be wonderful. So check out holyfireschool.com. You can register for our upcoming semester and check out brisbanefire.com for more great stuff. God bless you. Have a great day.